Welcome to the first ever episode of our podcast. I'm David. And I'm Jesse. And what we're trying to do... (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it's a little little biblical. It's like Jesse and David. Oh! Jesse. Man, this is this is this podcast is anointed. Man. Yeah, so what we're trying to do in this podcast is explore fatherhood from the perspective of an absolute noob, myself, and someone who is uh, a professional father in many ways. Jesse, you have how many kids? Profe- I have four, but doesn't a professional father mean you get paid? Because I, I seem to be losing money on this deal. Well, you're doing it wrong, man. Oh, maybe I should read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. (laughs) (laughs) That's uh, maybe one day they'll sponsor us. That'd be great. So I think what we're going to try to do in this podcast is is explore uh, basically my ignorance about fatherhood and your wisdom. And I think, you know, I just wanted to explore it from a way of just asking questions about everything from health to uh, raising kids, to education, to money, to all the stuff that happens when you're a dad. So so you mentioned you have uh, four kids. Uh, how old are yeah. you now? So Anitra and I have uh, two boys. Um, our boys are, uh, they will be 20 and 17. Um, and our girls are 13 and 11. So kind of, uh, we're right in that like middle school, high school, college um, phase of life. And then a couple of years ago, we actually fostered a little boy, um, from when he had, he was one years old to about four years old. Oh, really? So, and that was a pretty awesome process to foster him. The mom was a heroin addict. Hmm. And so we fostered him and then he was adopted by a family in our small group. So pretty oh, cool wow. experience. So we're still, we're actually still involved in his life, which is pretty amazing. And we just saw him last week and he's awesome. So yeah, so four kids, plus we fostered one. We'd love to foster more. It's been a journey, man, and still on that journey. And what's interesting to me about about kind of, you know, the breakdown of your kids is, so you started with two boys and then eventually had two girls. So you, you have a kind of a mm-hmm. clear division of of what, you know, what it was like to have boys and then how things changed. So, um, yeah. so I'm looking forward to kind of learning a little bit more about that. Just just like we planned it, just like we planned it. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as me, uh, my wife and I, uh, we've been married mm. over nine years, Jeannie and I, and uh, we're expecting our first child um, in December. So uh, we're actually about halfway there, exactly. So we've got 20 That's more cool. weeks to go. Do you, are you guys waiting to reveal the sex of the baby, or do you already know? Uh, we know. And uh, I think by the time this goes out, we will have already announced it online or something. We're not going to do anything outrageous. Nice. So, but we're we're having a girl, and uh, so you'll love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're 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 excited about that. Um, this is actually our second attempt at having a a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, don't, I don't know if that's the right words, but uh, our first pregnancy ended actually in a in a miscarriage about nine weeks into the, into the process. And so, yeah. uh, so now we're yeah 20 weeks into it and everything seems to be healthy. So awesome, bro. that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. It's really cool. And so I guess my, you know, my, my question for you is like, what do you remember about, I mean, 
maybe it's hard to dig back all the way to your first pregnancy, but like, you know, in this early period of when you're expecting a child, what, what do you remember like being the present thing that you were thinking about, you know, in preparation for your first kid? Yeah. So, you know, Anitra and I had kind of a unique experience. I think, I think it's unique with all four of our kids because my mom is a certified nurse midwife. And so we kind of had like a professional, um, baby doctor, like as part of the family. And so, so like all the prenatal care and all that stuff that Anitra needed for the, you know, the, the nine months of the pregnancy, um, and leading up to that, like my mom was there, like in a very extra special way. And as a matter of fact, like, even though we delivered the baby in the hospital, like I'm the one who got to deliver Eli. Um, and so that was pretty cool experience. And, but I think the thing that I remember the most was like, oh my gosh, we're going to be responsible for like a living, breathing human being. And even though we, 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 we didn't have kids until four years after we had got married. So we did kind of the college thing. And then right after college got pregnant with Eli. Um, and we had pets, we had a rabbit, we had dogs, like, like, it's just different. You start to feel the weight of like the responsibility for this living, breathing human being. So, I mean, that was kind of the, the thing I remember the most, like leading up to before he was born. Um, and then it just got like way more intense after he was born. So just, just incredible weight of responsibility that kind of goes away by the fourth child. Like the fourth child, you're like, nah, it's another one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ah, okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> They'll be fine. It all works out. So, um, okay. Let, let me ask you this. So you said you had, you had pets. What happened to your pets as soon as your first child was born? Did you keep them? Did you get rid of them? Did you stop no, caring about them? Gone. That, that was it. It was like, there wasn't really room. I mean, I mean, part of it, part of it, I mean, to be fair, probably some of it had to do with the fact that we moved. Um, and so with the move came some natural transitions, like, okay, we can't bring the dog with us to this new house or whatever. But, um, yeah, but I think like we were so focused and so intent on like taking care of this little human being, like, but as soon as the kids got old enough, it was like, daddy, we want a dog. And I fought it for so long. And now I have two female dogs that live in my house. So it's the females rule in my, my world here. <laughs> so, yeah. So you got rid of the pets as soon as possible. Now this is yeah. before, before the baby came into the world or as soon, right after the baby came? Uh, before, before the baby came, we had a Siberian Husky. So she's pregnant. Yeah. So she's pregnant with a Siberian Husky and actually Siberian Husky, like got in trouble with another dog next door and, and was like almost killed the dog. And so it was like one of those, Mm. you know, kind of perfect storms. It was like, yeah, this isn't going to work. We don't have the energy to take care of the Siberian Husky plus the baby and whatever. So what are you feeling with coming up upon the fact that you're about to be a dad with this little bundle of humanness? Yeah. uh, You know, I think for me, my personality is such that I'm, I'm always, I always kind of live in the present. Um, I don't, I don't do a lot of planning and thinking far ahead. You know, Jeannie kind of tends to naturally do that. And so let's say like every, every vacation, everything that, you know, she, she plans it, you know, every time we need to go see family, she plans it. And so I'm like, I just kind of show up and uh, participate when I'm there. And I try to be fully present when I'm there. 
And so, you know, now that we know like, okay, Hey, this thing, like I, we had us, we had a ultrasound yesterday and just seeing our little child just kind of like doing, you know, doing what she does and sucking her thumb and waving and all that. It's like, Oh, okay. This thing is real. This is not just the concept anymore. So there's a bit yeah. of me that's like, I think the first thing that I felt, you know, like that starting to stir, stir up in me is like feeling this need to, to provide security. And so I'm like extra conscious of like money. I'm like, oh man, I need more money. You know, mm. I, I, I got to do some side hustling. I got to save, yeah. I gotta pay off debts. Like, cause like, I don't know. That's the first tangible thing that I feel has been like uh, present in me in, in like preparation that's good. So that, that's the, that's the part that's most conscious and then and then i'm, I'm kind of always naturally uh when it comes to my personality I, I like to help i'm kind of a helper type of person so enneagram you know two you're two on the enneagram yeah I, i'm either a two or a seven that you know it's up for debate but um right. but i think maybe i'm a two i just like to help i like to help other people win i have to i like to help genie so when she like if anything stresses her out in the house, I like to get rid of it or take care of it, you know, so it doesn't stress. So, um, so really, I think the other aspect of what I'm feeling is just like making sure Jeannie has everything she needs. And if she looks even a bit discomfort, you know, uncomfortable rather, um, to make sure she's ready to go or whatever she needs, she has. That's awesome. We, uh, we could have a conversation on the Enneagram and parenting and mm. even like how you co-parent together. Do you know what Jeannie's Enneagram number is? Yeah, she's a seven wing eight. Ooh, mm, man, that's awesome. You guys are going to be fun parents. <laughs> what the heck? Your your daughter is going to love life. Yeah, why is that? Why, why, why do you think that? Well, because you're going to always like be kind of picking up the slide. Well, if you're a two... You're going to always become like, like, Hey, sweetie, what do you need? She's like, daddy, make me lunch right away. Sweetie. Like you're going to make her lunch. Like you're going to, you're going to totally like be there to get her back for every single thing. And her mom's just going to like, make sure everyone's having a good time, you know? And so <laughs> it's, she's going to have an awesome family. So Anitra and I, I'm a three, okay, which is all about achieving mm-hmm. and performance. And Anitra's a nine, which is all about like harmony, right? Okay, the peacekeeper, right? Yeah, the peacekeeper, you know? So, like, I come home and I'm like, why is the house a mess? Mm-hmm. I have a goal for everybody. In the next 10 minutes, we got to clean this house. <laughs> when this needs to look. And she's, like, trying to keep the peace, you know? Like, like kids, don't, you know, four kids are going different directions. Like, no, nah, I don't want to do the chores. I want to keep playing video games or whatever, you know? And she's like, oh, let's, you know, so it's, so we've had our share of conflict because the three and the nine are pretty opposite. They're not as complementary as as uh as i think maybe the two and the seven will be with your with your kids so that's amazing but anyways maybe maybe that's another podcast we can unpack that more yeah yeah that, that'll be fun to explore because i'm only just really kind of learning about that stuff and yeah I, I i know nothing about how that all you know integrates with with parenthood and all that stuff that that'll be fun to cover mm. yeah okay so maybe i'll end it with with, with this in terms of like a talk, let's talk about like a resource right so you know, obviously, I'm. We're in preparation mode. We still got you know 20 more weeks to go before our baby shows up on the scene. Uh, what should be? Should, what should we be reading or watching um, just to kind of prepare? Huh, that's a good question. 
I mean, I think a lot of people, maybe the traditional approach when you're about to have your first baby is like to read all the parenting books. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reality is like, you're not going to be doing a whole lot of parenting until your child is like really turning two years old. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're, when they're just sitting there, like on their backs, like pooping <laughs> themselves, like, and totally 100% dependent on them, like your main objective is to like keep them clean, keep them fed and keep them safe. You know, the probably whatever the resources, and I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but, but the real objective I think is like figuring out, um, what is your baby need health wise? Mm -hmm. And what is your spouse need like emotionally, like for support? So depending on how the, you know, cause I know you both work and you both have careers and you both have stuff and depending on how flexible that is, you know, what will, who will do what? So maybe it's the resources, like what kind of conversations do you need to be having about like, who's going to get up in the middle of the night and feed the baby. So for me and Anitra, she breastfed all the kids. And so I couldn't do that part. So at three in the morning when the baby cried and it was time to feed them, like, yeah, I, I just couldn't help. But what I could do is I could get up and change the diaper. Um, mm-hmm. And so we had those conversations like, who's going to do what? Who's going to be responsible for what? So those kinds of things are really helpful in preparation for when the baby comes, who's going to do those things? Like maybe it means that because she's going to do more of the the day-to-day care of the baby, that means you're going to do more of the housework, you know, the cleaning the bathrooms and the laundry or whatever. So having some of those like, negotiations before the baby <laughs> arrives could be really, really beneficial. I mean, now if, 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 if somebody was very anxious to read some parenting books, I would say read grace based parenting. Um, it, it's a really good book. And I'm trying to remember who wrote it. I wish I could remember who wrote it. Um, but anyways, I'm sure if they just Google or look on Amazon, grace based parenting, great resource will prepare you for when your child hits the terrible twos you know, and for the rest of their life, you're going to need a lot of grace to parent your kids. So that's great. Grace based parenting. I'll look that up. Uh, I have uh, the one book I do have. It's called The Expectant Father. The oh, ultimate, it's called The Ultimate Guide uh, for Dads to Be by Armin A. Brott and Jennifer Ash. And cool. it's been great. Kind of goes uh, month to month on what the baby is experiencing right now, what your spouse is experiencing, and what, what you as a father uh our expecting father are experiencing and kind of gives a lot of good uh good things to expect things to kind of check for so that's been a great resource that i'll be diving into a little bit even deeper um as we get closer and closer so so two great cool. resources there to for for our listening audience to to look up awesome bro all right well i think we'll wrap it up here thank you jesse for our uh, first podcast ever mm. and uh we'll be back with another episode soon. Stay tuned. Thanks. All right.